live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Monday, August 8th, new day, new week. 26 days away from a Sooner kickoff. We are under four weeks, folks. Practices underway. They started on Friday on campus. They continue. I think today's the first day the media can uh, get in. And I saw they're allowed to shoot, I think, 40 minutes of practice today, which is a healthy chunk. I think once a week, if I uh, read correctly. It's 39 minutes longer um, than before. Yeah. That's uh, 10 minutes longer than I was ever allowed to watch <laughs> practice. <laughs> We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be. I got to get the bad boy out, TJ. My front yard is in desperate need. Uh, don't even get me started on yards. I've got to do lawn work today, too, and. Uh, I'm 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 dreading it because it's been about three three and a half weeks since I've mowed because didn't need yeah. to for a while and then we got that little splash of rain and then it was like right. just took off yeah. and now I'm like oh great it went from nothing to it's gonna take me an extra two hours today it's only getting a 98 today though so you got That's a nice a cool That's front fifteen percent yeah. chance of rain out there you want to borrow the bad boy. You can, I'll bring uh, it I would over. look a little, little ridiculous on the bad boy in my yard. Uh, the backyard, I, I could probably, that'd probably be great, but the front yard, I would mm-hmm. look a little silly with just the little strips of <laughs> land that I've got with the driveway going through the front yard. So, you know, I've got the circle yeah. drive. I don't know if you knew that. So I have much less of a yeah. front yard now. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, you got the circle drive there. Um, all right. Well, you let me know. Uh, I'm there for you if you need me, buddy. I, uh, by the way, before what, we get what, back to the news. Hold on. What are you going to load the bad boy up on anyway and bring it to my – how are you going to do that? We're just going to ride it down there. <laughs> it's pretty fast. Okay, then, yes, if that's the case, I want you to bring it to me. I'm just going to raise the deck and get on the Kilpatrick turnpike. <laughs> Absolutely. Then I want to borrow it. Um. All right. By the way, I tried a, a, I had a double date on uh, – Saturday night. Goodness, you know, I've calm been down with your double dates here lately. Up my social game lately. A couple of high school kids. Jeez. Uh, my wife and I went out with my sister and her husband, which is my brother-in-law. That's usually and, what that um, makes it. Yes. We tried out a new place to me. Not a new place, but a new place to us. They've been there a couple of times. We have not been to Black Walnut, TJ. 
in downtown Oklahoma City. Never heard of and, it. And uh, really good. Re- fancy, Teach. Fancy. Sounds fancy. Did you have to put yeah. on a tie? I did not. However, there were people in the restaurant in ties. Uh, so it's a really, it's a great date place. Nice, fancy, upscale restaurant that they took us to. So uh, I would, I give it, how many thumbs do I have? T- uh, two? A two that I'm aware of, I yeah. give it, I give it one and four-fifths thumbs up. <laughs> Just four-fifths. <laughs> yes, because, and here's the reason I saved one-fifth of a thumb. I ordered a steak and they asked me how I wanted it cooked and I told them and then the waiter looked at me again like you sure about that and so I was guilted into asking it to be cooked less than I wanted to and I didn't like it as much like I was eating I was like this is a little chewy I really wish I had stuck to my guns and had it cooked as much as I wanted it to be cooked. But you dadgum people with your steaks, make everybody's got to eat a steak the way you eat a steak. I mean. Hey, I, I'm with I was, you on having it cooked better, uh, more well done. Not, not I was well done, kicking my medium well they brought, they brought it out, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man, I've made a mistake here because I know. The way you people like your steak is not the way I like my steak. It doesn't taste as good to me that way. And it's I'm, you can call me immature. You can call me whatever you steak snobs want to call me. I don't like it that way. <laughs> but I the waiter gave me a hard time. My brother-in-law was like looking at me like, please don't embarrass us here in this fancy restaurant. So I ordered it the way. I was like, I don't want to make the chef mad in the back so why don't you bring it out however you think the chef wants me to eat his dish and it was good but it wasn't great a couple of times i've been guilted into that and having it not cooked as well as i like and then i do the same thing and i'm like why do i let them do that like the sauce i get the a1 sauce that can be seen as insulting i guess to the chef but don't tell me how you need me to cook my steak. Like, I know how I like to eat it, and I know the flavor that I like to eat. So uh, let me – let me. if you don't like it, good, uh, whatever. But I like it this way, so. Here's the other thing I don't understand. Like, the steak came with a delicious sauce on top of it, okay? I, don't, I can't even begin to describe to you what it is, but it's some sort of a, you know, some sort of a glaze <laughs> or happy? some sort of a – it was great. It was. I just don't understand why that's okay. Like, why? Well, if we make the sauce, you can have it, but you can't have any other sauce. You know, I just, I don't get. I, I'm not getting in. This is not oh, the day. Yeah, that's not the day for no. me to get go down the rabbit hole <laughs> of you steak snobs out there. But anyway, one and four fifths thumbs up. The appetizers fifths. that we had, everything at my wife's. I should have ordered what my wife ordered because hers was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, a black walnut downtown huh. Oklahoma city. Well, very, very I'll probably never get there. Probably to it, a but... little too nice for you to yeah, be honest. That's it's probably, nice I could see maybe your wife and one of her friends go in there, but I don't know. If when me and mama go out go. and we have a nice dinner, we usually go for that, uh, two for meal over there at the Applebee's chilies. Chilies. Yeah. Chilies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you Today's know what I, a hard sh- 
Yeah. I, I cooked breakfast on the griddle for the first time this weekend. Oh, how that? What'd you think? Ah, I made some mistakes. It's a learning Uh-oh. process. What'd you do? Well, breakfast first off is the hardest meal in the world to cook because you got so much going on. And I had the bacon. You got going. a little bit of a three ring circus going. on I had on the there. bacon going on. I'm trying to use the egg rings, even though you said the egg rings are a little bit of trouble, but. One mistake I made on the egg rings is I did not like uh, pre-coat them with some Pam or something. Yeah, so I went to pull them off, and the eggs are just stuck in the middle of it. I'm like, ah, oh, crud. So I'm trying to get the eggs unstuck to flip them over. Bronx had been helping me on the bacon, but as I mentioned earlier, there's a new slow woman down, in the house. Down, yes, slow down, yes. slow down, slow down. I want you to go back, and I want you to give me the order of what you cooked. Uh, all it was was eggs and bacon. It should have been simple. Oh. Should have okay. been simple. We didn't get. <laughs> I didn't put hash browns. I was, I was I waiting for the six things you no, put on the griddle. No, there that's was what I'm two saying. Things. This should have been right. easy. But okay. when I went to do the eggs, they were stuck. Well, Bronx had been doing the bacon for me. He was over there flipping and moving stuff around, and because um, I was dealing with the eggs. And then, like I said, there's a new woman in the house, and she makes yeah. the rules. Daisy. And suddenly, Daisy. Bronx was called away to take her out because she wanted to go outside right then. So he goes off to take her on a walk. So I'm trying to get the eggs unstuck. Meantime, the bacon's just sitting over there. And by the time I get the eggs flipped, I had burnt the bacon. The eggs were all, like, into pieces and stuff. Uh, It turned out fine. The eggs ended up tasting fine. The bacon was a little bit, well... It was completely burned on the most pieces. So. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Um, it's a learning you had process. To learn, yeah. You had to learn for yourself. Throw the egg rings out. Now, I now how do your eggs not just run to the front of the griddle, though? Because mine slants. So. Because it's going to just put your spatula there and push it back where you want it. Because it's going to cook instantly. Okay. It's, okay. You can, you, yeah, can force it back in, you can force it back into the shape you want. Gotcha. I mean, unless you're cooking on the side of a hill or something <laughs> no, like that. No, it's not like that. It's just I understand normal. it's got a little bit of run to it. Right. Just, you know, put your spatula there and say, go back go back into your home, little egg. And you push it back to where you <laughs> want. It say. doesn't. Yeah, you got to say that when you do it. Go back into your home, little egg. Um, So it's not going to be like an egg McMuffin, perfectly round egg. But it's going to. The, the ring is worthless. I mean, you're not here trying to make an egg McMuffin. No, it was worthless like because that. then once I did that and they had stuck to it, uh, just trying to wash the dang things and get the dried egg off, the cooked egg off of it, took me mm-hmm. about 30 minutes. So, yeah, I think the ring is that the first time it. you've made a, a bacon on it? Yes. Yes. Okay. It cooks fast on those it things. It does, and I found that out. Yeah. Yeah. And I suggest putting a little bit of a, uh, uh, I spray a little bit of a nonstick cooking spray down too because the bacon can stick to it. A oh little yeah, bit yeah. I, I had done so. that. I just didn't spray the actual ring. And they were all right. Well, yeah. you're gonna have to try that again before I you can will. step I it up will. and go I with like will. four or five things at once. Going on. talking to how about how busy it is. You got two things on the griddle, dude. I know, I know it. You gotta be able to master two. <laughs> couldn't handle before the you eggs. throw some sausage the on there and off, some yeah. hash browns and some pancakes and all kinds of things you can get going on there. So I'll get it done. Yeah. I'll get it done. It's all, right. it's all right. We made smash burgers again last night. It's become a once a week thing for us. We like them so much. So they're awesome. Actually, they're they're Trev, good. I'm not gonna come. Trev I'm not gonna argue with that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Trev's like, I'm making smash burgers again. All right. I'll go get you the food. I'll go buy the food if you make it for me. So. <laughs> It's like you have your own personal chef now. It is. It is. And he uh, he last night uh, brought me a – he's like, I think I found an apartment in Norman. And 
my first instinct was, oh, man, who's going to make my smash burgers for me now? <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't have been my first instinct. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, actually, I now I'm gonna have to make them. You know, all these things that Trev's been cooking for us. Now I'm gonna have to make them. So, um, anyway, this is a hard show, Teach. I'm having a hard time. I know you're struggling. I, I know the relationship you had with Kel. Kel was a, a a fan of this show and and would text in from time to time over the years and would tease us over things. We'd tease him, and so it's it's unusual. Like I said, a, a program without him there is just. It feels weird to me. Like he's the constant. He's the he's the one you look for for the stability and stuff through any changes or, or, or you know, anything that's gone on with this program. It's been Kel, so it, it's weird. So, and I know you're probably having a tough day. I um, this is another reason I'm not very good at sports radio. I should not. Uh, I, I'm not opinionated enough to be a sports radio host. Well, I also um. I am not, by nature, a conspiracy theorist. I don't read a statement or hear a story and immediately begin to say, well, what are they not telling me? And I know that's the way to be in America these days, TJ. Is, <laughs> right. What are they covering up? Well, especially you know? this. There's more to this. We must right. find out. I tend to, and to a fault, and it has been, uh, certainly, I have been the naive fool many times in my life. But if somebody tells me something, I take it on face value and I believe it. And then, all right, well, I mean, that's what they, you know. And I understand people lie to you and people cover things up. And, and I, I get it. We live in a world where I just, God, I just, that's too exhausting for me to live in a world where I'm always second guessing everything everybody tells me. And that goes for kind of every walk of life, whether it's a, family member or a co-worker or a politician or whatever the case may be i'm just like all right that's what they told me then i and i get it i i know some of you aren't that way and you're rolling your eyes right now i just that's just me i'm a trusting person who takes things at face value and so i all i can go on right now are these statements that's been put out and i really don't deserve to know any more information than they want me to know it's not like i can go out there what tell me what the real story is behind the scenes as far as I know, this is the real story, and they've told me as much as they want to tell me, and, you know, just it is what it is, and you move on. So, I don't, but, man, I just, I'm having a hard time imagining OU football without Kale Gundy in it. That's. And I hope my friend's okay. You know, I want to talk to Kale. Like, I I, I hope well, he's, he's okay. He's, he's hurting right now. You know he is. I mean, that was, I mean, he's dedicated his life to that program. So, this is this is going to be a. A hard transition for him, a really hard one, and it's uh, sad in the way that it's uh, played out. And um, you would expect him to have been there. Many, he, he was a lifer, you know. I don't know. I was going to say until he retires, but I think they were going to have to like, you know, push him sure. out the door eventually at a, you know an advanced age in this seventies or eighties or something. So that's just who he was, and you just expected him to be there. I would have thought he was with the OU program by the time I left this job. I mean, that's what I think of Kel Gundy when I sure. think of him in yeah. that program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's plow ahead. Seven eighteen in the morning. I'm sure some people out there have uh, thoughts that they'd like to share today. Um, if maybe you're just waking up saying, "What in the heck are you guys talking about?" Well, we'll let you know when we come back. 
It's a Monday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. You can call us on the Riverwind call-in line, 405-329-9000. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. WTJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee. Great service. They'll help you as uh, much as any other realtor out there would. Do a great job for you. Just do it for a lot less, putting that money in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see here. Well, we can use this. Let's see the dad joke of the day. Uh, Dad joke of the day. What happened to the flu once it joined Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and all the other platforms? The flu, you say? Yeah. I don't know. What happened to the flu? It because an influenza, well, well, something got him here. Um, it, it became it, an influenza. Oh, an influenza. Well, you, oh, yeah, it became uh, it, 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 the typo. The uh, autocorrect got took him a there. Little steam out of that yeah, joke with the so, autocorrect. Wah, wah, what a terrible day! Monday stink. It became an influenza. All right, okay, Influ- we got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What happened to the player who wrote the word? You addressed that earlier. We don't know if the player wrote the word. It was not, yeah, it did not say the player wrote the word. And I think this is worth repeating. Maybe, maybe they did. And that's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Worth repeating. Maybe they did, but it doesn't say that the player wrote the word. It could be that the player was, was, messaged from somebody else something that was read it could mm-hmm. be that it was music lyrics it doesn't say anything about who wrote the word um i'll just read uh, verbatim in fact may- maybe we should back up here a little bit if you're just waking up kale gundy has resigned as an assistant football coach at ou in fact i think i'll just read the statement again if that's okay teach um Brent Venables and Kel Gundy putting out statements last night. LaDamian Washington has um, uh, moved into an interim role as an offensive assistant coach. I won't read the whole thing because I want you to get to some text here, Teach, but I'll read this paragraph. I owe it to Sooner Nation to be transparent about what led to this decision. Last week during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed a player was distracted and picked up his iPad and read aloud the words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. One particular word that I should never under any circumstance have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. So, again, I just, there's not... It doesn't specifically say the player wrote the words. It just says the words were written on the screen. So, All right, Go ahead. What else you got? Uh, Jim from northern Wisconsin says this is really very, very, very sad. I hate it. I'd like to say more, but I need my job to prayers out to Kel and his family. Jim. Uh, let's yeah. see here. 
Uh, could you guys please read the Joe Nixon, uh, Joe Nixon, uh, Joe Mixon statement from? Sure. Oh man, I'll do that next segment. I'm going to read all. Yeah. I'll I'll read. Uh, um. I'll read Kale, Brent, and that next segment. I I just I wish I wish it would come from somebody other than Joe Mixon. You know that part of it. This is going to not ring true with some people out there. So. Mm, this may be, uh, you remember how you said at media days, Brent seemed a little down. Mm. This came out uh-huh. a few days ago that or happened a few days ago that we know of. This says rumor is he's given the chance to resign by someone at admin. Uh, it was contacted, had no choice. It was out of the athletic department's hands. And now we know why Brent was dejected on media days. Hmm. Um, well, media day was last Tuesday. Yeah, surely I feel like this happened then. since then because it was a film session, and the team didn't report until Thursday. Right, so right. I think your timeline's a little off there, Texter. I don't know that to be the case, but if they were having a film session, it was obviously after the team reported, and Brent's media day was two days before the team reported, I believe. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday media day last week? Doesn't uh... matter. It was before the team reported. Pretty sure it was Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday, yeah. Uh, uh, never mind, Toby just answered my question. Okay, then I won't read the above text. Um, I agree with Toby. I hope Kel is okay. I also wonder if Kel is tired. He's been going for nearly 30 years in this profession. The business has completely changed in the last couple of years and looks to be changing even more in the coming years. Was the incident an opportunity for him to reflect? And during that, he decided he needed the time away that he could use a year or so away, and if he feels pulling back from coaching, then so he possibly there isn't that there isn't that pull. So I doubt that. I think he, I think he one hundred percent thoroughly loves his job as as much as anybody I've ever seen. So obviously anything is uh, possible, and and that's completely speculative. But I would guess that's not the case. Um, let's see here. There are a lot of, um, we've answered as we've gone along here. A lot of people, yeah, waking up this morning. Same as what we did this morning, you know. This, yeah. uh, Shocked. Came out at like 1045 last night. So many of you were in bed and are just waking up like, what are you guys talking about? So, mm-hmm. um. Stay- All right, well, let's do this. Uh, take a break. Okay. I might, I might, uh, we're supposed to do the countdown next segment. Doesn't feel like today's the day for that. So I'm going to see if our guest will double up with us another day. And uh, Ooh, we'll hit, we'll we'll hit the countdown another uh, uh, another day. Uh, I'm gonna read uh, Gundy's statement, Venable's statement, and what Mixon's uh, Mixon had to say all in the next segment. Then everybody will be caught up to speed. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Toby and TJ back with you on a uh, shocking Monday morning. If you are just uh, waking up, major news in Sooner football world as Cale Gundy has resigned. And uh, I'm going to uh, read the statements now. This is what we know. This is uh, what was posted at uh, 1045 or so last night by Cale Gundy. I moved to Norman fresh out of high school in 1990. It feels like I never left. I have devoted nearly all my adult life to Oklahoma football. My children graduated from OU, so did my wife. For almost three decades, this university has been my home. These players have been my family. 
Today, with great anguish, I announce my resignation. I apologize to those who are disappointed by this news. I owe it to Sooner Nation to be transparent about what led to this decision. Last week, during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed a player was distracted and picked up his iPad, and I picked up his iPad, and read aloud the words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. One particular word that I should never, under any circumstance, have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. I want to be very clear. The words I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. The unfortunate reality is that someone in my position can cause harm without ever meaning to do so. In that circumstance, a man of character accepts accountability. I take responsibility for my mistake. I apologize. While considering this decision, I have been overwhelmed by the love and support of those who know me, my character, and my love for this program. I truly appreciate the support my players and coaches have shown. That support means more to me than I can express. It proves what I've always known about hashtag OUDNA. We are a family, so thank you. Nevertheless, I recognize this is a critical moment for Oklahoma football. This team, its coaches, players, administration, and fans do not deserve to be distracted by off-the-field matters while working to continue the tradition of excellence that makes me so proud to be a Sooner. I won't do the program I love the disservice of distracting from this mission. Effective immediately, I am stepping down. Naturally, I leave these sidelines heavy-hearted, Coaching this football team truly has been my life's passion, but I leave confident that the team will continue to prosper, and I leave with tremendous love for the University of Oklahoma and its athletics department, sooner born, sooner bred, and so on. Boomer Sooner. That's Cale Gundy's um, uh, statement that he sent out last night. Shortly after Brent Venable's uh or a statement was put out uh, from Brent Venables by the football program. And here it is. It's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation. He's dedicated more than half of his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We're thankful for that commitment. We also acknowledge that in stepping aside, he's placed the program and the welfare of our student-athletes first. In coaching and in life, we're all accountable for our actions and the resulting outcomes. The culture we're building in our program is based on mutual respect. Our staff is here to develop successful student-athletes, but also young men of character. As the leaders of this program, it's essential that we hold ourselves to the highest standards as we model for our players the type of men we want them to become. LaDamian Washington, who has been serving as an offensive analyst for our program, will coach our wide receivers on an interim basis. 
And then uh, several players, former and current, have reacted. Uh, D.D. Westbrook uh, said on Twitter, at OU Coach Gundy, you were one of my reasons for even coming to OU. Take a little time off, and let's go chase eight. Joe Mixon wrote a lengthy letter, TJ. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read all of this. But, oh, yeah, um, it's, it's definitely a lengthy letter, yeah. He, he put a lot of thought into it. I'll read a little bit, and then I'll figure out if there's a stopping point or not here. You'll get the uh, point. Coach Gundy is everything OU and any institution would want in a coach, teacher, and mentor. He is caring, thoughtful, intelligent, smart, funny, experienced, philanthropic, humble, and selfless. If not for Coach Gundy, I would not have attended OU, survived at OU, stayed at OU, and succeeded in life after OU. I owe my education and professional career to him, and most importantly, I owe who I am as a person to him. Most importantly, Coach Gundy is not, and I repeat, is not a racist in any way, nor has a racist bone in his body, mind, or soul. I grew up in the Bay Area and went to school, obviously, in Oklahoma. I know racists. I have witnessed both obvious and discreet forms of racism and have known and detested even more actual racists. Coach Gundy is the farthest thing from this type of person. I spent every day for the 1,000 days I was in Norman with him, and I never saw anything that would lead anyone to believe this or think this. Um, I'll read this next paragraph. During my years at OU, there was one constant, and that was Coach Gundy. He was always there for me and all of my teammates, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, summer, winter, spring, and fall. No favor was too big, no ask too small, no advice too meaningless. Within the rules of the NCAA, whatever he could do for all players and myself, he did. He is a father figure, a mentor, coach, and best friend to me. He always had my best interest at heart and spent every moment enriching my life, educating me, mentoring me, and making sure I was the best version of myself. I owe a lot to a lot of people for my success, but no one more so than Coach Gundy. Without him, I am not the person I am today, the player I am in the NFL, or the teammate I am. Um, and then it goes on. You can easily find the rest of the letter uh, on Twitter or probably anywhere other than that. It's just long. I'm not trying not to read something. It just keeps going. That's about half of it right there. So, All right, there you go. So you're caught up to speed. That is what has taken place. I do not know any details beyond that. I have not talked to um, Coach Venables. I have not talked to Coach Gundy. I have not talked to Joe Castiglione. I did not find out about this until I woke this morning. I went to bed about 9.30 last night, and so didn't know about any of this till this morning. So um, we shall see if more details come out today. But if you are a Sooner fan, it is uh, a shocking and, and sad day because this is uh, – former great quarterback uh, he's been coaching for so long tj i think maybe not everybody on the youths out there know how great of a quarterback kale gundy was back in the day and just not having him a part of ou football is uh, gonna be different and um i know a lot of people have opinions but i don't know 
how you can have that strong of an opinion just based on the information we know. But yeah, that's again, that's naive of me. So, um, all right, T, do you want to start hitting some more? Uh, let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, this person believes Kel Gundy will be wearing orange before Week One kickoff. Um, we screwed up. OU Nation is what this saying. He'll be doing pistols firing. So, saying he'll I would work be with surprised. his brother. I would be surprised by that. Um, let's see here. I hope uh, same same kind of opinion here. Um, I hope Mike hires uh, Kel for a spot in Stilly. I don't want in any way to think Kel is unhirable because of this. Really, I just want the best for Kel. He was OU's quarterback when I was learning QB myself in junior high. I have loved him every ever since. So, I think that his. Again, uh, I think his long track record uh, as a person and as a coach and the way he is handling this will lead to him, if and when he wants to, getting back into, uh, you know, the coaching profession, you know, fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. That would be my guess. This one just simply says, Kel is the anchor. So, okay. uh, cook the bacon in the oven. Trust me, TJ. <laughs> no, don't do that. This no. one says, use duck fat spray. You didn't do anything wrong. You just ignored it. Um, you, did, you don't I need another kind of spray or, or nothing, nothing else. You just you just got busy with the egg rings yes, that you shouldn't yes, have been yes. bothering with. Yeah, I had the oil down and some uh, griddle spray, stuff like that. I just did not spray the actual rings, which I should have, being the first time I had used them. They had not been oiled or anything. That was my here's mistake. What, here's what I do, and this is just based on a video I watched. I cover the entire griddle with bacon. Okay. And cook that first. That's it. Cook it. I, I cover it like a, a pound of bacon or whatever you want to put out. Put it all out. Now, I got a larger family than you do, but put it all out. I cook it first. Set it aside. One, the bacon will crisp up while it's sitting there if you like it crispy, which I do. And two, now you have put an entire layer of bacon grease down for everything else that you're going to cook to cook in, well, which is fantastic. There's not a lot of grease on turkey bacon that my wife buys, but you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. No wonder it turned out like garbage. You left out that detail. I didn't know it was tofu bacon you were making. You're going to react to that. Oh, you see can't people leave out that detail. Bad day, but we can transition right into bacon and we'll go right back oh. out to Kel Gundy, but this is how yeah. we can operate here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kel was reading someone else's words. Kel shouldn't have to die because of that. Um, like you said, he, he shouldn't have even have read it. But it's <sighs> that's so hard because I know exactly what he was doing. I mean, it is. I laugh at you a lot because you, when you are handed a script, do not. Correct it. You do not. You know. You know. You just go straight through what you're reading. And many of times, there's been a typo in copy that I've sent you to cut a spot, and I'm like, "Why did he say that?" And I'll go back and look. I'm like, oh, "Someone made a typo." But you read what is there. 
but that's how your brain's trained as you're going along and reading a script. So I know what he got caught up in. Doesn't it well, make it? Uh, doesn't excuse it. Does he shouldn't have said it? It should have been one something as it was. You catch yourself, but sometimes it's hard. Like like he said, he's like I read it before. Once I read it, it clicked, and sometimes that happens. So I mean, that's there could be more to this. We don't know, but um, I kind of get where he's at mentally as he's going through reading this thing, especially if he's angry at this person and thinking, yeah. "Hey, you're not paying attention, taking the notes that you're supposed to take." Um, try to make him accountable, and he's like, let's make an example of this and use it as a coaching experience, and then boom, I'm the one that screws up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Toby probably thinks Lincoln Riley's brisket is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely would have eaten it. <laughs> you wouldn't have passed it up. <laughs> uh, uh, this person, steak equals medium well. I agree. See? I agree. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, you gotta do it. Uh, there, when it comes to steak, we do not have freedom in America. You have to do it the way that person wants you to do it, and if you do it any other way, you're a complete moron. So, that's the way you prefer to eat your steak. Uh, a chef will tell you that anything beyond medium rare and you're killing the thing. Like, it's not even the steak. And the medium rare (laughs) is the way that a steak has to be consumed, which is just disgusting to me. I just, I can't do it. I can't. We're not getting into it. I'm with you. I cannot. It's chewy. I don't like it. You can text me and say, well, if you have it done right, you'll love it. I don't like it, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not like you, and you can think less of me for that. But um, I made them. It's my fault, TJ. It's on me for ordering a steak in public. We've been over this many, many times. It never goes well for me when I order a steak in public. It's just, it's it's like screaming to the crowd. We have a moron sitting over here who doesn't know what he's doing. I should have gone with the chicken or something else. If I'm going to eat a steak, I have to do it in private. I can't do it in public anymore. So it's it's my fault. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry. Say, what's up with your $8.99 listing fee? It's a joke, right? He'll let you know. No joke. No hidden fees. $8.99. And he's a great guy. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Next segment, I need to run into studio and do from in there so that I can say I was the first to have uh, broadcast from the new studio. So, Oh, is it ready to roll today? I think so. It's 95% done in there. There's nice. some other things that needed touched up, but the everything, the mics, headsets, all that's all good to go. Shockingly, Strong. without my help, you guys did a great job. Strong odor really still. Man, that adhesive. I don't know what they use, but that is a some good adhesive. Uh, Let's see here. A couple of more texts before we hit the top of the hour. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Sad, sad day for OU football and college football in general. Um, Has Mike Gundy released a statement yet? As a brother, this has to rip his heart out like the rest of us. That's from KC Sooner. Have not seen anything from Mike yet. I have not seen anything yet from Mike. And that may be a thing where he's like, this isn't for me to speak on yet. And 
He'll be asked about it as soon as media has access to him. But um, Gabe released a statement after speaking with players. I don't know if it was a okay. statement. It was a tweet. I mean, he just said, right. oh, I've talked to a lot of guys that didn't necessarily want him to step down, but I don't know if that was a statement. But, yeah, he, he said he talked mm-hmm. to some players that felt, you know, they didn't feel that Kill needed to step down. But, you know, if some did, then. I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly what he said. Talked to a few current players about the situation earlier today. Seemed like the team had talked through it, and the vast majority wanted Kale Gundy to stay. But ultimately, Kale did what he thought was best for the program. Uh, regardless of the bad news today, the way both of you are handling this is why I listen every day. I love to hear realistic, non-conspiracy theory approach. Who knows what we may find out down the road, but I just really appreciate the way you're both handling today. That's from South Paul Sooner. Wow. See, I've, I, I've matured I and grown, that, South, South Paul, Paul TJ, Sooner. Uh, <laughs> TJ hates your guts because you're left-handed, <laughs> but I appreciate your text message. Uh, let's uh, rewind uh, 15 years ago. I would be getting myself in trouble probably right now. So I have matured, though. I've learned from Coach Gundy. Uh, prayers to go- Coach Gundy and his family. We all made mistakes. He's a good man. Uh, I agree with that. Does KREF have any openings? Hire Kel immediately. Kel, if you're listening and you're interested, you know, hit me up. We'll figure something out. I mean, he would be good at talk radio. Plank's not going to survive the next week, so I got bad. I got bad news. The salary is significantly less. Than <laughs> a, yeah, I don't pay as well. Yeah, football but coach. you know, we can get you some income coming in. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and like I said, Chris may need to be replaced by the end of the week. So why is that? Well, he's uh, embarking. They have just left uh, just oh. recently on the uh, cross country trip. So that's right. Yeah. He's on the road. Good luck isn't to the Plake family. That's a long trip uh, to be in a car with everybody. So with his mother, his daughters, and his mother in law. That's right. Oh, everybody plays. I know how it is. Just messing with a new female puppy this past weekend. Pray for Sarah too, having to deal with Chris that yeah, long. That's in the true. Car. That's true. Yeah, They'll probably do God. five radio shows on the way to New York. Every two hours, he just breaks out into a one-man radio show. That's right, honey. You got. Li- I got an opinion on the Raiders. I got to tell it to somebody. Top of the hour. We'll be back.